now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome to Ireland Calls the chairperson of the New York Gaelic Athletic Association, Joan Kylie Henshaw. It's great to have you back on Ireland Calls, Joan. Thanks, Trasha. Looking forward to chatting to you. Joan, firstly, congratulations to New York in making history last Saturday night in winning the Connacht Championship Game. over Leitrim. Are the celebrations still going on? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No more celebrations. The uh, boys are, in fairness, they're right back into training and getting the heads right again for the next round of it. But we're elated. Um, it's been a long time coming. But I think it uh, solidified what we've been saying for years, that New York belongs to the championship and the work that we've done here as a county in terms of giving pathway to our young American players. I think that was more, never more evident than it was on Saturday night when you see young Mikey Brosnan score that winning penalty to solidify the, the, the results. So it's been a whirlwind, the roller coaster, emotions and everything else that goes along with it. So It's fantastic. And now coming up for them, they're meeting Sligo. Correct. We're meeting Sligo on the 22nd of the month in Sligo. Logistics now. Yes, and after the way they played against Sligo last, do you think they have a good chance to win this one? I, listen, I think, I suppose, look, something that Johnny McGeady has, has done as manager was he managed to keep the core of players. I think based off of last year's team, we only have two young lads that weren't available to us this year, and that wasn't for anything other than work and family life. And other than that, we've kept and we've added to that. So, you know, we have a panel of 40 there and we've kept that 40. I know it's a lot. You know, people think we're crazy. It's, you know, in the past, it's always only just been one game. But, you know, now that we have backdoor, we have the Talton Cup if, if we don't, you know, succeed in the, uh, any further in the Connacht, which, to be fair, I think we will. Um, and like, you know, from last year, we took Sligo to extra time, time and we're a better team this year. Yes, yes. And if they win, though, they, they have a chance of going into the All-Ireland Series. <laughs> I know. It's like you beat Sligo and it's like we're in a Connacht final. You're out of Talton into the championship. Anybody got money out there, send it my way, please. This is a huge undertaking for New York. Yes. How difficult will it be to finance this now? Look, you know what? In fairness, Tressa, the people in, in, in New York are have always been more than generous. And I think they're all extremely proud of what... Uh, the county has succeeded, and particularly the, the our players and stuff. And you know, there's a lot of goodwill out there. So, you know, people have picked up the phone and called. But it is a massive financial undertaking. There's no question. Yes. How do you think New York has become so good? Hard work and dedication, and that's from the ground up, from our youth structure, right through to our senior structure. The work that's been done at underage is second to none. Where is People just need to realise something. And with, I, I guess, look, Tressa, you've heard me say it numerous times on personal levels and conversations we've had. Yeah. New, York is, is the, New York is the very same as any other county board in Ireland. It's the very same. We do the same. Okay, fine. We don't have the accolades, the Kerrys and the Dublins and the Kilkenny's and the Tipperary's and, and everybody else has and stuff. But we have to start somewhere. But if you look at what we've succeeded in doing down through the years and our failed accomplishments, now with the with the college team winning the Corn McAleen, our, our hurlers going home and winning um, a, a Connacht League hurling and stuff. I don't know why anyone would not think that we're moving in that right direction. And I think this year alone just solidifies everything that we've done as a board. And it's time for people to take us serious. You know, you've heard me complain so many times about counties coming in here, fundraising and taking it out. If this doesn't prove the point that I've been making and validating what I've been saying, leave the money here. We need 
to be continually investing into our own underage programs and into our own county. Because it's days like now when we're scrambling trying to make make things happen and you realise the financial constraints, people need to just throw their shoulder to the wheel here. And you have a big upcoming event on June the 10th, the dinner dance. That's our annual dinner dance, which you've attended every year, you and Tommy. This year's Lawrence McGrath is the guest of honour. Our uh, lifetime achievement recipient this year is none other than Frank Brady. A scholar has given years and years of time with them, as has Lawrence. And of course, our Community Spirit Award this year goes to Sophie Coughlin. And anybody who knows Sophie will tell you that that girl is one of the hardest working girls around and she certainly solidifies for me what it is to be a community leader. Fantastic. Congratulations to, to everyone. And how can our listeners get some information on this? It will be going out on all of our social media sites. It will be sent out an email and needless to say, it will be in the newspapers and so on and so forth. Um, and that is June 10th in Dunwoody's The Fairways here in Yonkers. And I believe it's 7 to 12. Anybody that wants to participate or take an ad, they can contact the Secretary of the County Board at any time. So put that June the 10th, folks, on your calendar. On a personal level, Joan, you've had a tremendous start to 2023, you were awarded in Ireland by the Gaelic Athletic Association the Presidential Award. Congratulations to you. How did that make you feel? That was a little overwhelming, to be honest with you. Humbled, to be honest, um, and very grateful uh, for the recognition. Um, everybody that got that award that night were female, which is, is really, really good, and it just shows the diversity within our organisation. But as I've said, you know, that award, I accepted that award belongs to all the ladies and all the hard-working women in this county and particularly our young players, our young female players as well. Um, and it's nice to be able to accept that in their name. Well, what can I say? Only congratulations again and well-deserved to you. You're working very hard yourself out there. And Joan, Gaelic Park is up and running. How is it going? Yes, we are ready to start a foundation. We are literally just waiting on, uh, on MEP finalisation plans so we can start the, the foundation. We're hoping hoping finally there was a couple of tweaks on the on, on the foundation design um, at no fault of ours needless to say anybody who's in the building trade will tell you it's not easy uh, with DOB and MTAs and everybody else um, but we're ready to go and we're hoping we're just waiting the engineers on vacation of course he is and uh, as soon as he's back we're ready to go um, the, the company that's doing the foundation is literally just waiting for the go ahead that's wonderful news so once we get the foundation done the shop drawings are already in for the steel structure and once the foundation goes in then nothing will stop us then and also gaelic park and the season is opened the hurling football camogie hurling football camogie underage everything everything it's um there's no time for there's no time for rest that's for sure <laughs> we were back down there at trust i don't know if your listeners know but on Saturday night, I left Gaelic Park roughly at 10 o'clock or maybe a little after. And we were back in there at 5.15 on Sunday morning for an Easter, for a dawn mass that Father Brendan did at 6 a.m. And literally, that is how we, that is literally how busy we are. It's just you come out and you would not have known walking into the park that there was five and a half thousand people there a few hours beforehand. I know, it was just amazing. It was, it was great to see it full again really full after COVID. It was just a reunion for everybody and a celebration. It was absolutely fantastic. The it vibe was. was wonderful. The excitement and the excitement is second to none, I have to say. And like I said, I think the people here 
you know, the people here that know how hard our coaches work and our underage structure works and how hard our own senior clubs work, be it ladies, be it men's, be it camogie, whatever it is, everybody works so hard and it just really it just really highlighted the work that New York does in general across the board and it's nice to it's nice to get the recognition from outside of New York and people really realizing that, you know, listen, we belong. This is my slogan, this is my thing, we belong. Definitely. Any message for our listening audience all over the world? Yes, if you're in New York, please come to Gaelic Park. And if anybody wants to help us out and help us fundraise and, and help us with the funding for getting our teams back to Ireland, this year alone, I think we had seven trips to Ireland. We have three fellow teams. We have U17. We have a Camogie team going home. The only way our children can compete at a higher level is to compete against their counterparts in Ireland. Um, and it's vital that we continue to support those programmes. We also have a junior team going home to the Junior um, All-Ireland Championship Series. And then our seniors, obviously, next week in the Connacht. And then where we go from there, we don't know if we're in, we don't know if we're in the Talton or the, or, or the, the All-Ireland Series until after that game. Yes. Joan, thank you very much for chatting with me on Ireland Calls. And best of luck to New York. New York, Abu, Tressa. Definitely. Thank you, Joan. Cheers, Sonny. Thank you.